1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello. So when we're recording this, we haven't actually got into half term yet. No, we're trying to get ahead, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're being good. We decided that we would, um, obviously, because this is what, this is, Everything that we kind of promote on the podcast is making the juggle work for you. And we decided to get ahead of ourselves so that we can have a dedicated week with our children, which is going to be great. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's Friday morning, probably, when most people are listening to this. Um, what do you reckon you're going to be doing right now? Are you Are going to be hiding in the laundry room, do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you know what? We're actually going down to Canberra Sands um, oh. and we are going to go away. We've managed to rent a house with our mates for like five days and we're going to take the kids down. We're just praying for good weather. We did it a couple of years ago and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's kind of the neck of the woods that I was brought up in. So we're going to go and have some wholesome British summer fun. British fun. Oh, yeah. that sounds wonderful. <laughs> what about you? Well,
2: I don't know. We've got a bit of a funny week. We've got like Axel's got clubs on certain days. Gigi's obviously at nursery. Well, it's my birthday on the Monday. Then um, Gigi's at nursery on the Tuesday. So I never like to, t- <laughs> I never like to take her out. No. even if we've got something going on um so I think they're going to spend a bit of time with my parents um we've got yeah just like a few some friends over that kind of thing we haven't I feel a bit bad like do you feel like in half term you've you have to be doing things you know like you have to be booking to go to theme parks and all that kind of stuff and it's come around and I just don't want to like mm. I just don't want to do it no, that's
0: good that's okay mate like yeah. don't do anything that you don't want to do I think now the world's open back up again we're supposed to get along with the pace that it's going but actually it's quite nice just to stand still and have playdates at home or just mooch around your area or still like don't forget we've we've had these conversations where lockdown was so brilliant in many ways in terms of just walking out with the kids and going yeah. you know, on the wets and just going off on into forests or across fields and just don't don't worry about the pressure of like booking stuff in every day it's all too much
2: yeah I also feel like Axel's exhausted yes um it, he gets so much homework like I can't just so much and then he has clubs like three or four days a week after school and I think he's just gonna be like Oh, I just want a break. Like I just, just want to rest. Yeah. So we're going to be having hopefully a bit of a chilled half term. Yeah, just catching up with people, having these mates round, that kind of thing, and hopefully some bloody um, sunshine. Oh my gosh, I really hope so. This is a joke. It's an actual joke, isn't it? I've never. Kn- have we ever known this? No. Like, this bad weather in May. This is oh.
0: the wettest weather. Oh. Sorry, this is the wettest May we have had in. I think it's about a hundred years or something. <gasps> I said on the radio last weekend. Wow. Yeah, and it's over now. So now now we're getting into June. Come on, the June sunshine. Yeah,
2: come on. Now, today we are going to be discussing all things like kids' relationships. Um, I I mean, I don't know if you found this tricky. I found it tricky particularly with friendships at school and like how does he navigate those? You know when you can't – well, we can now, but we could only – you know do things with a you know a couple of friends recent you know before he could pick six friends to go to the park with or whatever Mm. and I I, it's been difficult you know like lots of the parents have been like what do you do about parties what do you do about play dates do you know do you invite the mum and dad to the play date um or or is it just you take the the child home with you you know and yeah. then they come and collect there's so much to navigate and then also with grandparents and um it's difficult when you're making
0: the decisions for your children about
2: yeah. how their relationships work
0: yeah and i think it's important not to make those decisions for them i mean you have to on some level but i think they've yeah. got to be able to be armed with hopefully the right kind of social skills to be able to navigate those those friendships um yeah and i haven't really got into it yet because we are well, you know, we're still at preschool, and it's 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 not the same structure. Um, she's got Luna's got some mates who are my friends' kids, and she hangs yeah. around with those a lot. Kit, he just doesn't like. I feel quite bad but he doesn't really have that many mates of his own like he's got little there's two kids at school Stanley and James and he talks about them all the time and they are his best friends but I don't I don't hang out with them outside of school because we, we haven't been able to like I haven't been able yeah. to invite their mums over or do anything like that so yeah I feel like we've got it to come but I just I just try and make them as social as possible because we are you know yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, that, and, that, and that's really my only goal is just to, to to make sure that they can handle themselves in any situation. Absolutely, I don't know if that's going to um, fucking work or not, but we'll see. <laughs> <Who
2: knows? laughs> right, let's go. Let's jump into the questions. Dealing with mean kids when yours is so so
0: social and friendly. Oh my god. Well this is so I, No, I've got I can't go into too many details about it. But basically, this has happened to me recently. Yes, with, you did tell me. Without yes. going too hardcore on all the details, um, it was one of the weirdest situations and it was the first time it had ever happened, and it really, really upset me because mm-hmm. obviously I feel like our three are just lovely and warm and friendly and smiley and caring, and they just wouldn't hurt anyone else and this child that they were around was the complete opposite and 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 like it was really tough because I was just like okay he's only little he doesn't mean it but it's very difficult to navigate and eventually I said to Doz look I'm not comfortable with this and I think we might have to go and you know he was just outwardly being quite um sort of aggressive towards the kids and it's very 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 tricky um that's all I'll say on it but we did stay and um we, we felt a bit, I felt a bit like a little bit traumatized at the end of it. Cause it wasn't just a kid being naughty or playing up. It was like quite extreme. So I think in those situations, my advice is get hold of the parents and say, look, not really comfortable with how this is going you know can we sort of interject or maybe remove your kid from the situation um I, I just went into the other room and went oh my god what's going on I don't like it it's really like it does it does affect you like like it's yeah, hard for me it to talk does. about but it does it did affect me yeah
2: I had this earlier in the year with Axel um a boy at school was kind of being really mean to him hitting him punching him and it's really difficult to know what to do, and I did actually put a little bit of a poll up on Instagram. Yes. like you know, do you go to the parents when it's in school environment, or do you go to the teachers? And like ninety nine percent of people said go to the teacher. Yes, um, which we did, and it, hopefully it was fine. But I think what I find really tricky is you don't want your child to become like a walkover where people think they can just hit them and punch them, and they're not going to do anything. But equally, like I said to Axel, what do you do when he does that? And he goes. I just ignore him and I'm just not bothered mm-hmm. and I think that's such a great way to be but you kind of want I kept saying to him practice your angry voice practice your angry voice <laughs> say don't do that again he's going don't do that again it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> and I just think some kids are just not like they're ju- like like you like this person saying when you're when your children are social and friendly they can they just some some people just don't have that bone in their body to retaliate and if they just want to ignore it and if it's not bothering them I think sometimes you've got to let yeah let them kind of just ignore it and think okay they're handling it they're not upset
0: luna kept coming over to me going "Mummy, i'm scared for kit i'm scared for kit and i was like oh my god i think if you're at school the right thing to do is go to the teacher but if you're in a social situation with other friends and whatever else then you just got to speak to the parents and just go listen can you get a hold of your kid because they're being x y and z just yeah. front on. Hard, so hard. Is it okay not to like some of your child's friends? <laughs> oh, this is going to be such a good q and A. I I can feel it already. Oh, I think it is. I think it's fine think not to you. like some of your child's friends.
2: I mean, I, I was speaking to my mum about this when I saw this question. And she said when I was younger, there was so... <laughs> so many so many of my friends that she didn't like and she decided to just not say anything because otherwise it would have pushed me further towards them (laughs) and she just hoped that I I saw it too and I think I did you know I think I think you know your kids will know who who they like playing with and who they don't like playing with totally
0: totally totally totally
2: persuading them to like grandma and my bestie she screams at them if they get too close oh oh god this is hard oh god
0: this is hard but you know what you cannot push a child no. and i think i think we're all guilty of saying like oh go on you know go and give granny a cuddle a big cuddle go on tell granny how much you love her and they're like oh I don't really want to like I'm just playing with my Barbie or doing whatever I'm doing I think if you leave them and actually Chris um, from Expect the Best said this on the podcast that we did with them a couple of weeks ago that actually you know you can say hello and and say look I know you're busy doing something but I'm just over here if you want to come and play with me I've got this really amazing drawing that we could do together or I've got this you know board game that we could play or whatever and let the child come to your your mum come to granny absolutely we
2: were at um, my family's house on Sunday and obviously they Gigi hasn't been around them as much as Axel has been and uh, my uncle was like oh, I think she hates me and so was my cousin he was like God, she really doesn't like me <laughs> and we were, lo- we were laughing about it but you know by the end of the day she was all over them and she was playing with them she just needed that time because it is weird especially at the moment you know our children aren't used to being around certain people um, that they maybe would have been around a lot um, so yeah we've just got to let them navigate that and and not force them into it totally
0: Uh, my daughter's grandparents give her so much sugar and it drives (laughs) me mad help oh god this is my mum and dad this is my mum and dad well you you better answer it then
2: I'm like so split so before my mum used to have Axel three or four days a week sometimes and she, if she was giving him too many treats, then I used to say, say to her, mom, come on, like, he can't, you, you just can't give him whatever he wants all the time, because this is just, this is going to become too much. But now my parents don't see the children as much or like on a, you know, not a formal basis, but you know, they're not, they're not providing us child care I kind of let it go I, I I kind of let them just get on with it because it's only you know once every few weeks or yeah I don't know I just I think it's difficult and I think if yeah if you're very very uncomfortable with it and you don't let your child have sugar then definitely they you know they should respect your wishes but I just think there's that balance of yeah like not you know have the conversation yeah you just but, like, you just let's need to talk scoop. about it yeah. yeah like that's
0: what georgia's trying to say you need to have the conversation yeah. if it matters to you that much and it's and it's not like georgia said once every 3 weeks or whatever and it's like just the grandparents spoiling them but if they're doing if they're providing regular childcare for you doing after school clubs or whatever it is pickups you need to just say listen guys it's really important for me to have um have it in my head that they're getting all the right nutrients sugar to you know does x y and z with them you're doing an amazing job but please can we just leave it to like a friday once a week yeah or, or, whatever, or give them
2: alternatives like say to them oh you can get these bars which you know are great and they and they really love those so maybe just give those to them instead or whatever managing relationships with
0: stepchildren and husband's ex-partner It's like we should be best friends. Um, uh, This is the one I can answer. Um, Okay, managing a relationship with stepchildren. Really difficult. Depending on what age you met your stepchild, that has big um, implications, I think, on relationship building. Um, Obviously, if little one is very young, then there is a real kind of natural instinct for them to be bonded to you because when they're not with their mum they're going to look for a mother figure. If you get into a stepchild that's potentially a bit older and there's been a breakup and they understand a little bit more, that can be tricky. Um, But I think it's really important always with stepchildren that they it's not their fault and all they want is to have peace and harmony And really, fundamentally, all they want is their parents to still be together. And I know that that doesn't leave you anywhere. But if you can have that deep level of understanding that your role is to be their friend, is to share interests with them, is to look after them, um, to be a buffer. Like it can be a really special relationship with you and a stepchild because they can tell you stuff that they wouldn't necessarily tell their mum or dad, um, you know, or 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 you know whatever the situation is but you can really be there to be like an aunt figure that can kind of confide in them and share with them um with the ex I think it's really important to let them know that you're no threat that you are going to be guided by what um you know your partner and your stepchild's mum wants and all of that sort of stuff and just try and take yourself try and be the mediator in it all You've got no gripe you've got no gripe with the um with your husband's ex partner, have you? So there's just and there's nothing to f- feel threatened about or worried about because he's with you now. So yeah. I mean, that's what I did with this situation, my end, and it's really worked. We're all on a WhatsApp group now. We all share photos. She came around here for Kit's birthday and was in the garden for a couple of hours, which was lovely. You know, it's it's really, really nice now. And it wasn't. It was horrendous. Yeah. Oh, it's tricky. But <laughs> failing that Dig deep and drink a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to every question yes. on here. My child is shy, three, uh, he's three, and would love some advice on building his confidence, George.
2: Oh, do you know what? There's quite a lot of questions around this and I think it's going to be so natural um, after this year that a lot of children are going to be feeling shy and not know how to handle social situations. But I think it's just that slowly, slowly approach Um You know, if they don't feel comfortable going into a room where, you know, there's loads of children at a club or whatever, then I think it's about just kind of navigating it. So you, you're, you you surround yourself with children more often. So maybe it's going to a soft play where you're there with him. And then, you know, the, the next time you go to a club, you kind of stay for half an hour to watch, or you go to a play group where you're there as well. And then you slowly kind of take yourself out of the situation as they feel more comfortable. But also in life, people are shy you know there are people who are shy and there are people who are introvert people who are extrovert and it's kind of some people's personality you know that they are shy so I think I wouldn't worry like too much about it as long as you're giving them the opportunity to socialize. I think that's probably the most important thing.
0: Really good advice, George. And also just using yeah. the right language around it, just making sure that they know that you're going to be there and that they're safe and that they're going to have fun. And I think as parents, we're kind of like, oh, you're not shy. Stop being so shy. Oh, come on. That, you know, this isn't you. And I've, I've heard myself saying, saying it with Luna, but actually she just needed me to give her a bit of reassurance that I was going to be here and she could go off and play And that she could just see me all the time, and I'd just give her a wave, and you know, slowly, slowly, she just started to open up again in social situations, and it's happened quite quickly. So, like George said, don't be worried.
2: Yeah, exactly. I've got the same with Gigi. She has like we like ten or twenty minutes where she's she's shy, and then as soon as she feels comfortable, then she kind of comes out of herself more. Grandparents in laws always wanting to take photos of kids and post on social media. Help, how to tell them to stop without offending them. I bet this is really common, actually.
0: Wow, yeah. Um, Do you know what? It's just about communicating that with them. It's nothing to be worried about. You know, this is your child we're talking about here. So if you don't want your child on social media and somebody's breaking that, just sit them down very calmly and just say, we've had a, you know, I don't know, who, who it is, but like me and your son or daughter have had a conversation and said we don't want to have our child on those platforms for these reasons. So please feel free to take as many photographs as, as you like, but could you yeah. not put them up on Facebook? They love a Facebook. They love it. They do. They absolutely yeah. love it. I, I had this thing with my mum where I would tell her something about work and then she it hadn't been confirmed or I hadn't signed a contract and then she'd go and put it all over Facebook and I'd be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, you cannot announce it. It hasn't even been sorted yet." So I just had to tell her. And now she, I go, mum and she goes, "Not a word." I wouldn't go anywhere near Uh, Facebook with it. And I'm like, yeah, good. So just have the chat. It's fine. The thing is
2: as well, they're just proud, you know, they just want to show off their grandchildren. Um, But I I, I completely get it. I, I think about it as well. You know, when I've got, I don't know, say we're out and about, especially on on mummies and we're out and about with Axel and some of his mates I would never post that on social media because I don't know how the other parents feel about it yeah. um, and it's just the world we live in I think you need to have you know you kind of need to have that conversation with all parents you know when they start school they have to sign it you have to just sign a disclosure form don't you to say that you're happy for them to yep. go on social media so it's just it's just the, a conversation that's going to come up so often um, that you need to have.
0: Yep, you do. <laughs> my my stepdad spends more time with baby than my actual dad, granddad. What should I do? I
2: do? I mean, I'm I'm not in this situation, but I sort of feel like if your stepdad is really interested in having a relationship with your baby, then you know that's amazing, mm. and as long as you're giving your dad the opportunity to have that as well, then it's kind of up to him. Yes. Um, As long as you know you're not making it really difficult for your dad and you're making it really easy for your stepdad yeah. and he might feel a bit, you know, outed. But I just, yeah, I think it's about both
0: giving them both equal opportunity to, yeah. to get involved. And if there is a conversation, obviously, you know, I'm all about the conversations. <laughs> if there is a <laughs> conversation to be had, if you feel like your dad is not stepping up to be there for you and supporting you know his grandchild then that's a separate thing i don't think the two should be linked i don't think the fact that your stepfather is doing more i think that's that's really great and like wow that's lucky you basically he, your child has got two two like yeah. grandfather figures in their life amazing that's incredible but if you feel like your dad isn't pulling his weight with his grandchild that's a, that's another conversation and that's separate to your stepfather i think yeah
2: absolutely you know
0: like we we've got our child our lovely child minors who look after the kids My kids call them Nana and Grandad. My kids call them Nana and Grandad. Yeah. But they're not... they're, they're just like these lovely, lovely people that I mean, they're, they're like family to us, but they're not, you know, I my mum lives in Kenya and never sees them. So it's like it's it is difficult and it is challenging. But I think it's more about the time that they do spend together as quality.
2: And also, I think you've got yeah, you've got to think about the children and it's wonderful for them to have that figure in their life, whether yeah. that's a biological figure or not a biological figure. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. It's just lovely for them to be loved by as many people as they you know, they possibly can be yeah um there's one here from rachel clear favorite grandparents awkward when they see each other with the kids and are obviously closer yes i think this will come up so much because it, it it's based on like i guess how much time they spend with different sets of grandparents like my parents live a certain distance away from us But I am the only child. So they see my kids a lot because they don't have other grandchildren, (laughs) you know, they don't have to split their time between other grandchildren. James's family live a little bit closer to us, but they have got six other grandchildren that they, you know, they look after. And they just, I don't know, I think it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And it is it like you can you do feel like that, but like we have said before, kids are so fickle. Like they have a favorite parent one week, and then they'll change their mind the next week. You know, is
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it can be really hurtful though. And I think we can spend a lot of our time feeling pain around it like yeah why won't our parents be more involved in our child's life you know I ask myself that a lot you know how can my mum choose to live in Kenya when her grandchildren live here how Mm. how on earth and I spent the first year of Luna's life going I just don't get it like she's running it you know doing her life over there and whatever else and then I was just like this is her life this is what she's choosing to do. I cannot keep beating her up about her choices. She's an amazing, amazing grandma when she sees the kids. She wants to do Zooms with them. She's really involved. She yeah. feeds the monkeys with them. She like takes them down to the sea to look at the hermit crabs. Like this is her. She'll talk them into the ground about what's going on with the moon and the tides and the sea. Like they'll learn loads from her. But she's not going to be the granny that's there every single day going, oh, should I pick them up from school? Or do you want me to have them for the weekend? Because she's just not here. So I've accepted yeah. that now, and now I'm okay with that. And I think there is something to be said about accepting the sort of grandparents that your grandparents are to your kids. You know, you can yes. have the conversations, you can ask them to do more, but if they fundamentally won't, you're going to have to let it go. Yeah, and like, and also, like I said, you know, it could be
2: that they work
0: more. You know, yeah. one
2: set of grandparents retired, and one, you know, one set are still working yes. every day. Yeah. It's, I think. When you kind of strip it all back, it's about what your child, you know, what your children are getting, and if they feel loved by both sets of grandparents, and they can, they both offer them different things, or not, you know, not biological grandparents, like you said, so like, yeah. uh, uh, you know, childminder figures that are, are of a, sort of a grandparent. Age. Yes, it's just all about them having that experience of being around different types of people. We'll be right back after the short break.
1: Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: So, welcome back. Uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? Um, I, I feel like I need to sort of answer this one because stepdaughter has become very jealous towards me since I had my baby. What can I do? Now, um... The the person that's messaged us in, I'll just I'll keep it anonymous um, because I don't know if they want me to share their name. But that is so common, and I think especially if you had a close relationship with your stepdaughter and it was just the two of you, kind of navigating life together at home with with your partner, um, their their dad or mum. I don't, I I I hear you, and I've definitely experienced it to it to a, to a degree with Isla. And in fact, I had it the other day where Isla said to me, "You treat me differently now than you treat Luna and Kit," and it was heartbreaking for me to hear it in fact I had to step into the bathroom and I just floods I'm in tears it was awful because I really try hard not to treat them differently and I try my love has to be unconditional for all of them and want I want it to be and I, I don't see the differences between them when I'm trying to discipline them but you do your own child you know there is something different about that obviously you know And we are human. So my advice to you, whoever sent in that question, is to try and spend some time one-on-one with your stepdaughter. Try and leave the baby with your partner for a couple of hours, whatever it is, and just do something special for you and your stepdaughter so that she knows she still has a role. Imagine, put yourself in her shoes, which is how I see it all with Isla. Mm. Like, how does Isla feel? It was just me and Isla for such a long time. And now she has to, you know, fight Luna and Kit for attention. And there's all that jostle going on so if you could do something special just for the two of you I think that's that's the advice I'd give you I
2: guess it's it's not it's not exactly the same but it's the same as when you're introducing a sibling into into the family home it's just about making the older sibling feel part of it you know I still use language you know now with Axel if Gigi's doing something amazing and I can see he's maybe getting a bit like jealous that she's getting all the attention yeah I, I always say I think it was Kristen Rose I'm, I'm sure it probably was Kristen for <laughs> the best advice they said to me say to him oh, did you teach her how to do that yeah. and I do I really try and I really try and always make sure he's involved um, with everything because it is you know when when they're little they they they're hitting these milestones that are like oh my god amazing and as they get older those milestones don't come as frequently and i do think you know we, when Gigi's saying things or she's dancing we find it so funny because she's little whereas with axel it, it, it's not not the same you know it's just you you don't give that same like oh wow you skipped because you know he knows how to skip you know so I am yeah I'm just being I always try and get him involved and say oh did you teach her that oh bet she learned that off you oh that's so
0: nice George
2: yeah I do try I do try there's been quite a few questions on sibling rivalry here yes and obviously I never had it so did you like did you and your sister used to have any like rivalry
0: oh god yeah yeah I mean we hated each other for years and years and years. We would fight and fight and wrestle and you know she I mean we talk about joke about this but Catherine used to basically suffocate like sit on me, sit on my head and like basically try and like because we used to have have to have a bath together and Catherine never wanted to have a bath so she was like sitting on me going if you tell mom that I'm not getting in the bath you know I'm gonna do this I'm gonna deck you and give you a dinner I'm like it was like proper you know it's a full-on violence for a long time um but but we came through it and we are the best of friends now and I think the only thing you can do I mean I don't know if you if you see this with Gigi and Axel, do you see it? Like, how do you handle that? I do.
2: I was going to say, I do see it. I, I mean, Axel's temperament is so much more chilled than Gigi. And so when he does something maybe a little bit spiteful towards her, Uh, it does shock me Uh, I am a bit like whoa I didn't know you had that in you but one of my friends when her little sister was born when her mum used to hoover she used to pinch her little sister when she she was was like sleeping or in the car and her little sister used to cry every time the hoover was on and for years and years her mum thought she was scared of the hoover but actually it was just because my friend used to pinch her and I always remind myself of that because my friend is so sweet so caring so Lovely, and it is not a reflection on her at all. Yeah. So, I have to remind myself of that with Axel. You know, like I never had that, you know, I never had a sibling, so I don't know how it goes, but I'm guessing all those things are natural. You know, giving him a bit, she, he gives her a little bit more of a harder nudge than he probably should, or yeah. you know, when he's trying to get her off of him, he might, yeah, he might push her with a bit more force. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I see it. It's It's natural. Yeah, I think so.
0: I think also we we have like a a rule in the house where we just, we don't want to hear it. As in, I won't hear any like tittle tattle, any like, oh, Luna comes in. Oh, Kit just did this. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. it. No, I just say, don't want to hear it. You you guys figure it out amongst yourself. But it is exhausting. I mean, last night they were trying to get in the door. They were shoving, pushing. Like Kit eventually just bit Luna on the side of the arm because he was just fed up with it. And that's what he does to get out of it. But. Yeah, it's um it is difficult. But at the end of the day, they're not gonna be having like fist fight fist fights at the age of twenty. So
2: I mean hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are they? I don't know. No I've got no experience in this department whatsoever. So I'm just learning. I'm just
0: learning. I think it's quite funny. I did leave my sister in Sydney because I couldn't stand her. So I said to her, I was like, <laughs> stop following me around Australia. Go and do your own thing. So I just left her in Sydney and then I felt really guilty and then told her to come. We met up in a different location. But like, you know, we do. But now to-
2: you're good. Now, now we're Now are really great friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: It all comes full circle. Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Yeah. I think this one's quite interesting um, about kids have poor relationships with in-laws as they're too much critical and smothering. How to keep a good relationship with the grandparents they rarely see. So there's two, two, different sort of, two different sort of perspectives here. One of the grandparents doesn't see them too much. The other one sees them a lot, but the relationship in both camps isn't going particularly well. I think if you've got pa- grandparents that are smothering in too much, yeah. very 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 tricky to navigate that because if they're your own parents you could probably have a relationship but if they're the in-laws uh, sorry you could probably have the conversation if they're the in-laws that's quite it's difficult really, oh my god yeah
2: it's hard and I think as well like if you if you've got in-laws who are very different to your own parents like I don't know for instance if the one you've mentioned here like very critical like if you're not used to that it can feel I guess even more so like even more heightened so I guess it's about asking your other half or you know whoever you're raising your child with how how they feel about that as well like is that something that happened to them when they were younger and has it impacted them because they might not even see it Like that, I think sometimes that's the thing. Like they're so used to being critical, they don't even know they're doing it. Nope. Um, I've had the situation sometimes where I've been, Axel's been at the dinner table. And I'm, I, like I've said, probably on weaning podcasts and feeding podcasts, I'm trying to make dinner as chilled as possible. So Mm -hmm. it's enjoyable. And I don't care if he's sitting, like picking his nose while he's eating dinner. Really doesn't bother me. I would care if he was running around the room. I've got my boundaries. And so. If someone comes into your house and starts going, sit up, sit up straight, don't eat like that, use your fork, don't use your hands, you know, all of that kind of stuff, it feels like you're they're attacking you. I mean, this is how I feel, and I yeah. think, but they don't know that they're doing it. It's like they they don't know. They feel like they sh- that's how they should treat children. You know, yep. they need to tell them off. They need they need to behave like this because that's all they've ever known. So I do think like. I mean I try and I take kind of the jokey approach I you know I roll my eyes and I go no wonder he doesn't want to sit and have dinner with you or like oh oh, give it a rest you know (laughs) like I try I love that I think sometimes if you can't sit and have that conversation because you don't feel comfortable it's how how that person's going to react for me like in those situations being a bit jokey gets the point across right you know without making a huge deal out of it and then they're like oh yeah I didn't even realize I was doing that yeah. or like my mum with Axel sometimes she just always wants to kiss him and cuddle him and I'm like oh my god mom. give him a break <laughs> like yeah. yeah give him a break <laughs> like let him breathe and then she suddenly be like oh yeah oh yeah sorry Axel sorry Axel yeah I'm so sorry you know um yeah.
0: I yes. think that's that
2: yeah rather than feeling angry about a situation sometimes you've got to think they might not even know that that's how they're behaving
0: yeah yeah I mean everybody's just trying to do their best aren't they but it mm. is I think with in-laws and with your own parents it's really tough sometimes to get that conversation right because what you don't want to do is offend anybody You're, you know yeah. especially with your in-laws maybe that's going to be taken the wrong way and oh my gosh it's it's a whole nother in fact we should probably just do an episode dedicated to the in-laws how you deal yeah, with them that would be interesting and any yeah. maybe we'll get a, and like an expert on who can who can give us some advice on relationships and stuff and how to handle that because I definitely haven't got it right over the years with Dozers. yeah
2: same same and it's all about different households and different opinions on how you raise children and yep. how you come together and make it work with all those different opinions totally totally
0: so it's that time of the podcast that we give you our five favourite products, the stuff that we've been using non-stop this week. Uh, George, you want to kick us off? Yeah, so this is something that's caught my eye and
2: I've been having a, re- a really good look on their Instagram and I'm just about to book one of their courses. Um, so they do a course, it's called Role Models and they do an online course for parents, which I thought was incredible. And it's all around like how to instill leadership skills in your children, confidence, all the kind stuff that we talk about all the time you know that we want to get right um, they kind of guide you based on how old your kids are um, that sounds good yeah, yeah yeah I think it's really good and also like just check out their Instagram because they have some like really great advice
0: on there um, so yeah yeah that. I like that and it leads on as well from the podcast that we've just done yes, around confidence exactly. and shy kids and stuff so yeah sounds good yeah so the second product that I'm going to talk about is the luminous face yoga roller um which I've like massively incorporated into my morning routine now I just do it for about 30 seconds I use a face oil I've been using little tropic one which I'm loving which has got elixir um oil in it and I just basically go up and down up and down roll around the face onto the forehead and it just helps flush out toxins and just shape my face a little bit, so yeah, really yeah love that it's, it's
2: such an interesting concept as well like because you can log on and do classes so like on Luminous Space you can literally log on like you would a yoga class and someone takes you through how to use these products I think when you look on Instagram you know people using rollers and gua shards you think I yes. don't actually even know where to start um, but yeah you can log on and do like these classes for different things like whether it's drainage or wrinkles or whatever it is um, it's amazing love it's it. really great um, this is something for baby um we had charlotte sterling reed on the podcast a couple of months ago i want to say but her new book how to wean your baby is fantastic it's so good i was flicking through it this week i've used some of the recipes actually um, on my children and they're obviously way past the weaning stage um it's just very practical um easy to follow the recipes are realistic as well it's not so many ingredients um yeah just big shout out to, to her and her new books it's, it's brilliant
0: love it um i need to give a special shout out to needle and thread and their dresses <laughs> because needle and thread one of our favorite brands both georgia and i love them but you might not have heard of them if you have got a really special event a celebration a wedding a lovely party to go to this summer um they would be perfect um they are a little bit more on the sort of Pricey side, kind of between two fifty and four hundred for a dress, but they're the dresses that will last and last and last, and you can keep re- re-wearing them year after year after year. They're sort of timeless classics, actually. Yeah, but make sure you have, yeah check them out. Really good, um,
2: love them.
0: And something for you yeah last up you introduced
2: me to this brand though um elevine it's an underwear brand i would liken it to kind of like calvin klein that kind of non-underwired which i'm loving yeah i'm not i'm loving not having underwire now yeah um but just just
0: gorgeous i think you've got the white set haven't you and you were talking about getting the black set
2: yes yeah no they're good
0: they're sustainable as well which we really like and they come in some great packaging and I've also got their socks on today little white sports socks Um, just a great brand that we found recently that we wanted to shout out Um, so thank you so much for listening to today's podcast of course sending in all of your questions Um, if you can rate, review, subscribe and follow the podcast that would be amazing yeah
2: please do and if you've got any questions about anything we've discussed on the podcast or any suggestions of things you'd like us to discuss people you'd like us to chat to then please do do just drop a DM. We're on at Made by mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. And we'll be back next week. See you then.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen